0: Good morning. It's 11 minutes before 8 a.m. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, April fourteenth, 2021. I'm Peter Apathy with Raven News. When the Sitka Assembly met last night, it reviewed a draft request for proposals for the sale of the former Sitka Community Hospital building. The Assembly signaled interest in selling the city-owned property earlier this year, SEARCH leases the building to house long-term care and expressed interest in purchasing the property last fall. If the RFP is approved, the property will go out to bid. But some Assembly members noticed that one thing was still missing from the document, a property value assessment. Member Tor Christensen said that without that, they were putting the cart before the horse. The, part of the reason I want that assessment is we have to have a minimum bid. And when I went through that RFP, I didn't see that. Every, almost every comment I've heard, be it let's sell it or not sell it, has said we can't give it away. We have to get something approaching market value for it. I don't think we should sell it. Last month, the assembly held two town halls to hear community feedback on the possible property sale. Most residents who attended the meetings in person voiced opposition to a sale. The majority of online respondents were in favor of a sale. Member Rebecca Himpshu said she still preferred a lease over an outright sale of the building and property, and Member Valerie Nelson said she still preferred to put the property sale to a public vote, even though it would be non-binding.
1: I think we make the public feel like they're more involved or part of the process if we at least give an advisory vote. And if that advisory vote shows 50-50, then guess what, guys? You can do whatever you want. Thanks.
0: The Assembly put a pin in the RFP for the time being and directed the City Administrator to schedule a special meeting or a work session to further develop the document. Local health officials in Sitka are complying with national recommendations to pause the administration of the Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine. The Centers for Disease Control and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued the advice on Tuesday morning, quote, out of an abundance of caution after six cases of a very rare form of blood clot disorder were identified among the nearly 7 million Americans who had received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports.
2: Owner Trish White says Harry Race Pharmacy has administered 85 doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine locally in Sitka, and no one has experienced the blood clot complications described by the CDC. No one in Alaska, in fact, has experienced the complications. Nevertheless, she advises anyone who received the vaccine who experiences headache, shortness of breath, abdominal pain, or leg pain three weeks after receiving the vaccine to contact their health care provider. White says the delayed symptoms of the clotting disorder, officially called cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, should not be confused with the headache and other normal reactions people sometimes experience in the day or two after being vaccinated. Harry Race Vaccine Coordinator Caitlin Ilitalo says that everyone who's registered to receive the Johnson & Johnson vaccine locally has been notified of the pause and has been given the option to receive the Moderna vaccine instead. Ilitalo says about half the respondents are switching to Moderna, which requires two shots 28 days apart, and the other half are going to wait for a resumption of Johnson & Johnson, which requires only one dose. She says that following a national review of the data, the pause on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine could be lifted as early as this Friday. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey.
0: The pharmacist at Harry Race suggested anyone with concerns about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine register online with the CDC's V-Safe After Vaccination Health Checker. You can report any symptoms you might be experiencing to V-Safe, and if they're serious, someone will reach out to you. The state of Alaska is auctioning off land in a new subdivision near Sitka. It's part of Sitka's first state land sale in over 25 years. The Department of Natural Resources opened bids on the 10 remaining parcels in the Nakwasina Sound subdivision at the end of March. The sale is part of a statewide land auction of over 200 lots. Land sales team lead, Justin Holy, says the state puts land up for sale once or twice a year and tries to offer parcels all around the state. We try to develop projects in southeast, and it can be a little bit challenging because there's not as much state land down there as there is in some other parts of the state. The Nakwasina Sound subdivision is located on Baranoff Island, less than two miles from the Sitka Ferry Terminal on the southwestern shore of Luzianski Peninsula. The only access is by private boat or float plane. Currently, the subdivision has no water, sewer, or utility access and has no sheltered anchorage. Holy recommends visiting the land before bidding on it. He says a team of state employees chooses which parcels to put up for sale after reviewing land management plans. They essentially identify the land that's uh, suitable for sell- settlement from those management plans. and um, They find places that seem like it would be Uh, reasonable to sell that people would be interested in. So it's kind of a a longer process over a few years, doing uh, research, putting out public notice, um, making sure that uh, the project makes sense, and then getting public comments. Over the past few years, 12 of the parcels in the subdivision have already sold for between $90,000 and $220,000. The current parcels range in size from four and a half to nearly 10 acres. Bids are open to Alaska residents 18 and older. The Sitka Sound Sack Row commercial herring fishery closed last week, but not before harvesting around 16,000 tons of herring. That's the largest commercial harvest in nearly a decade. Commercial fishermen want the lucrative fishery to continue, and while the state is in the middle of a lawsuit with the Sitka Tribe of Alaska over the management of the fishery, the state maintains that its model is conservative. But the model has its critics. KCAW's Catherine Rose spoke with Peter Bradley, a former Sitkin who has taken a deep dive into the data and modeling practices used by the state to manage herring.
1: What is what is Fishy Numbers in inquiry and Inquiry, and how did you get started on it?
3: Last month, I was in the preseason meeting that ADF&G held uh, before the Sitka Sound Sacro herring fishery began. Um, and at that meeting, Um, The ADF&G staff members uh, shared the herring forecasts for 2020 and 2021, and I was looking at these documents as they were speaking, and I realized that the the, the weight at age that they were forecasting for this year's fishery, uh, which is to say how many grams an age five fish is, how many grams an age six fish is. Those weights at age were derived from the 20th, 2017 and 2018 spring commercial purse seine weights at age, and if you're forecasting for 2021, it seemed to me that you would want to be using more recent data from that. Now there was no fishery in 2019 and 2020, and COVID-19 interfered in 2020, and and so that sent me down a rabbit hole of of really trying to get a better understanding of where the biomass numbers come from uh, and how the different components of the study fit together
1: of of your critiques of the state's management would the primary one be this this old data that they're using in the forecast this year is that kind of what you're focusing on in this in this document
3: I have two major focuses one is on the weighted age issue and which samples are being referenced the other issue is about, uh, the fecundity estimates that are being used. Everything that ADFNG knows about herring is knowledge derived from work of a few departmental staff members with the assistance of the commercial fishing fleet for three, four, five weeks of a year. Whatever the herring are up to for the other 47 weeks of the year is beyond the scope of this research program it's like determining what a person is up to through their whole life by, by like, you know, checking out what they're up to in Vegas. You know, you're, you're going to get, you're going to get a pretty, pretty different impression of if, if that's, if that's the quality of the study. And so, and that's not a critique of what ADF does know. It's a critique of the lack of acknowledgement of what is unknown.
1: There are a lot of ways to kind of Get involved in the in the conversation around herring, and and for you, you've really focused on on the model, and in the last couple of years, and really, really kind of been at the heels of ADF and G at all these meetings, asking questions. You know, it's 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 super complicated, and I'm sure it takes a lot of time to dive into the data. Um, you you mentioned in the report that you know you say although I am a layman, I believe raising the following points of question is merited. W- what's your what's your response to people who have concerns about that in this report that you've you've generated?
3: yep yeah, i'm not I'm not scientifically trained I, I guess I'm if I'm trained as anything, it's as a historian. Um, but a, a major part of it has been going back all the way back to the beginning of this fishery um, and back, you know for, Before that as well, and reading all of the colloquial accounts of abundance, what I've started to to sort of feel like my niche is is as a kind of comparative literature of pairing history, Um, and so it's it's just what were they saying, what were they not saying, and and most of all. Is is there a narrative that can agree with all the that can make all these different sources kind of agree? Like,
0: can common truths
3: be found in this issue?
0: That was Peter Bradley speaking with KCAW reporter Catherine Rose about his project, "Fishy Numbers and Inquiry." You can find a link to his report on our website at kcaw.org. Well, that's all from.